Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, June 6th, 547 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures up 13 cents at 740. December corn up 13 and three quarters at 703 and three quarters. July soybeans up 17 and three quarters at 1715 and a half. November soybeans up 14 and three quarters at 1541 and three quarters. July Chicago wheat up 50 and a half at 1090 and a half. July Kansas City wheat up 49 and a half cents at 1170 and a half. July spring wheat up 41 and a half at 1233 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it, guys. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment, let me know uh, what's going on in your neighborhood. Does the crop look good? Is everything planted? Are you too wet? Are you too dry? Uh, let me know what the deal is. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Uh, check out my premium subscription service. I send my premium subscribers, ton of information direct from me every single business day. My morning email goes out before 6 a.m. Central every business day. You'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of in that email. Lots of interesting charts, graphics. My subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Uh, I did one on Friday regarding the crude oil situation, the gasoline situation. I talked about domestic stockpiles, ran through some charts, talked about the export situation, kind of tried to answer the question, you know, why are, are these prices so high? Why are fuel prices so high? And then yesterday, as I do every Sunday during the growing season, I did a Sunday weather update. I run through the maps, the models. I tell you what I think they mean for the markets and for the Sunday night open. If you guys are interested in this premium content, sign up today. $50 a month, no other fee, no other obligation, cancel at any time. Uh, nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Tensions between Russia and the West appear to have escalated over the weekend. Russia launched airstrikes on Kiev that it claimed destroyed tanks that were donated from abroad. Putin warned that any Western deliveries of long, longer-range rockets would prompt Moscow to target, quote, objects we haven't yet struck, which is kind of a, a warning, I suppose. The news comes just a few days after the U.S. announced plans to deliver $700 million in security assistance for Ukraine that includes uh, all sorts of weaponry, ro rocket systems, helicopters, all sorts of stuff. And I've lost track of how much money we've sent there at this point. But I think Putin made it pretty clear that he's not happy with uh, the West donating weapons or sending weapons uh, to Ukraine uh, to help them in this situation. And that is seen as being an escalation in tensions, which I suppose is friendly to grain markets uh, when it comes to this morning and what happened on the uh, open last night, which was a sharply higher open. Now, on that same note, the U.S. Uh, is skeptical that Russia will allow for safe passage of Ukrainian grain shipments. Now, the United Nations, of course, as I've talked about frequently here, has been attempting to broker a deal that would allow for Ukrainian grain uh, shipments to resume from its ports. U.S. officials, however, are skeptical due to Putin's comments regarding the lifting of Western sanctions in exchange for grain flows. Uh, Politico had a write-up here that I'm citing. U.S. officials, and these are unnamed U.S. officials, say that Putin's proposal is complicating what they call fragile negotiations. Politico reports that one U.S. official described Putin's offer as extortion diplomacy 
and that the U.S. would not agree to lift any sanctions. So all of this stuff, if it's true, and again, this is unnamed sources in this article here, but if it's true, I mean, that's friendly. And I don't know if anybody believed that uh, Ukrainian grain was going to start moving out of these ports anyways, but this maybe kind of confirms what maybe we already thought. U.S. lawmakers have been pushing for the Biden administration to help Ukraine to reopen the Odessa port. In particular, uh, Biden has ruled out sending military ships into the re into the region. Uh, he wants to avoid any Russian retaliation and, and certainly the, the concern regarding uh, any sort of nuclear option or, or retaliation would be a big issue and concern there. So that's probably the right move, but this is just a messy situation. It's an impossible situation. Uh, looking at U.S. weather here, we had some rains uh, over a lot of like the Western Corn Belt, the Plains over the weekend, uh, parts of Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, uh, say Southwestern, uh, South Dakota caught some heavy rains. A lot of like Central into Eastern Iowa did all right in terms of rainfall over the weekend. This stuff is really welcome for crops that were just planted. Uh, definitely. Southern Minnesota caught some rain. Uh, Wisconsin caught some rain. A little bit of northern Illinois. A lot of the eastern Corn Belt was dry. Ra radar this morning, you've got the system moving from Oklahoma and eastern Kansas into Missouri. A uh, little bit over northern Illinois, Wisconsin, maybe a little bit of Minnesota here. Uh, some scattered stuff over South Dakota. The next seven days, I mean, this is a, a I would call it benign looking forecast. You've got pretty good coverage of rain across the Corn Belt, barring uh, maybe most of Minnesota, maybe the eastern part of North Dakota, South Dakota, but you got, you know, at least an inch of rain and more than that in some areas, which is going to be a good thing for crops that have just been planted. Now, I don't have it on my screen here, but when you look out at that eight to 14 day uh, map, those maps, uh, there is a, a hint of a warmer, drier period beginning toward like the middle part of next week for uh, the western part of the Corn Belt and the Plains in particular. So we'll kind of follow the models here and see if those forecasts are verified. If there is a warm and dry forecast verified, of course, that would be kind of friendly to markets uh, this time of year, certainly. Large speculators or the funds have reduced length in the corn market. CFTC released its weekly commitment of traders report on Friday. During the week ending May 31st, funds were net sellers of 20,000 contracts of corn and 8,000 contracts of SRW wheat. Funds have been net sellers of corn for six consecutive weeks now. They're still long 247,000 contracts, and that's a pretty hefty net long position, but they were long uh, well over 300,000 there for a period of time. The net long in the soybean market, 160,000 is still pretty hefty historically. 17,000 contracts long and SRW wheat is more modest. WTI, uh, WTI crude oil futures eclipsed $120 per barrel overnight. A few different headlines here. Saudi Arabia increased its crude prices for July amid doubts that an increased OPEC production target will help to ease supply concerns. Uh, last week, OPEC Plus announced that it would boost output for July and August by 648,000 barrels per day. That's 50% more than was previously planned. Still, I think there are some analysts out there who are skeptical. JP Morgan said in a research note, uh, they said this, with only a handful of OPEC plus participants with spare capacity, we expect the increase in OPEC plus output to be about 160,000 barrels per day in July and 170 in August. Uh, the U.S. national gas price has been hitting record highs on an almost daily basis. Uh, the average hit a fresh record high of 487 per gallon yesterday, according to AAA. Diesel prices also hit a fresh record high on a national average basis, 565 per gallon. So uh, this fuel thing, gas prices, uh, it continues to worsen, certainly. 
Live cattle were mixed on Friday. Feeder cattle were higher. Cash cattle was uh, 135 in the south, mostly 139 to 142 in the north. Uh, we'll see what develops here today. Uh, in the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is lower. The S&P is up 45 points ahead of the cash open. The Dow's up 260. Uh, bonds are about flat. Gold's higher by five bucks. Crude oil now up 56 cents at 119.43 in the July WTI contract, just below that 120 mark. 120.99 was the high last night in that contract. Everybody have a great day. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.